Hey, do you love movies and TV shows so much that you can watch them at any time? Do you love going down memory lane and thinking of your favorite movies growing up like Jurassic Park or Back to the Future or even like High School Musical? Or do you love quoting movies like life is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're gonna get? Hey, my name is Melody, and as someone who grew up in New York City surrounded by entertainment and dreaming of the day I'd be on Disney Channel, movies and TV shows are things that I love. So, I created The Watchaholic, a podcast all about your favorite TV shows and movies growing up and the ones that just premiered yesterday. I want you to think of this podcast as a place where you can come to hang out with a friend every Monday and talk about some of the best movies and TV shows that have graced our screens over the years. One week I can be talking about an Oscar winning film like Forrest Gump and the next week I can be talking about the worst reality shows that I hate to love like Netflix's Love is Blind or the famous MTV hit Jersey Shore. So pull up a chair and let's chat. This is The Watchaholic. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Watchaholic. Welcome back. I'm so happy to see you. Um, So guys, today we are getting back. (laughs) We're getting back into it. We are getting back into our Bridgerton breakdowns and recaps. Today, guys, (laughs) today we're going to be covering Bridgerton Season 2, Episode 7, entitled harmony that is right that is right that is what we will be covering today and i'm so so excited to get into this episode because i just rewatched it and i've got thoughts i've got lots and lots of thoughts so i can't wait to share that with you but first if you are watching this on youtube please don't forget to subscribe like and comment down below and of course if you're listening on the podcast please don't forget to subscribe rate and review that would be really, really helpful and beneficial to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But guys, yes, let's get straight into it because as you know, you know why you're here. You know why you're clicked. And as always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into it. So uh, this episode, guys, <laughs> this episode was a good one one i think i like it more than episode six not that i don't like episode six because as i as i mentioned before i actually genuinely liked episode six it's just not my overall favorite but episode seven um is up there on my um higher ups of episodes that i do like of this um of this season um but yeah so this episode basically is picks up picks up from what happened at the end of last um the last episode which is where anthony and kate kissed (laughs) oh yeah did they kiss they kissed and it was pretty freaking magical fireworks should have gone on then fireworks should have gone on because it was such a beautiful kiss but by the way if you haven't listened to my last episode um you can click up right up here below where you can see episode six and of course if you're listening you can just um you know go and look for episode six (laughs) where i definitely dive deep into episode six um but yeah so this episode really um shows off the consequences from the last episode you know um now kate and anthony have to go out into society and still kind of hide their feelings from pretty much everyone who doesn't know still you know they're they still have to keep their feelings pretty deep um deep down and just hide that from everyone else because now that there was no wedding nobody wants to talk to the Sharmas or the Bridgertons and it's like you know it's just the the talk of the ton and basically no one wants anything to do with them which is really sad um because as 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 Eloise will later on say all of this is happening because a woman merely changed her mind I mean 
she didn't change her mind but you know still just because people change their minds on getting weddings doesn't mean like it's the end of the world but here we are it is Bridgerton so it is the end of the world um but yeah so we have that in the episode we also got the queen and her suspicions on who lady whistledown is she thinks she's kind of narrowed it down to the one which we will get get into in this episode um and of course we are left with a dramatic dramatic um cliffhanger i'm pretty sure that kept most of us in suspense on what was going to happen in the next episode but you know i'm always thankful because at least these episodes are um all just premiered all we could see all 10 episodes or is it 10 no excuse me all eight episodes we don't have to wait like we used to back in the day where it was like oh you have to wait a week to watch the episode i mean sometimes netflix does that with certain shows but bridgerton is not the one bridgerton was like no y'all can binge this for as long as you want which by the way yes we have been 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 binge watching this season for a very very long time yes yes we have yes it's been over a month and we're all still very much obsessed just ask tiktok just ask anyone they're still watching it but also finally in this episode we do guys we do get it we anthony and kate yeah they they go there in that episode and i have thoughts on that um on that scene because it's mm -mm -mm, it is a spicy scene indeed and you know it's actually been a while um but before um I just like I said before I had just watched this episode and guys it's been a while because I took a break from last week but I thought I'd be okay and as soon as I started watching the episode I was like well Anthony Bridgerton has gotten me again the man has gotten me we all just can't move on but anyway let's let's get into it let's get into it let's get into it okay so we're going to start off the episode with basically, you know, Kate and Anthony are still just rethinking the last couple of moments they had to, with each other, especially Kate. She's really rethinking that last kiss she had with Anthony and she's like touching her lips and some people are even questioning what else would have happened if someone did knock on the door, but let's not get into that. But she's just really rethinking that and she just, you know, she's in love with the man. It makes sense. Um, and then we go into this really awkward bath scene where it's um lady mary edwina and kate in the baths they're all getting a bath it's weird they're all getting a bath together they're not together and they're all like separate bathtubs but in the same room and basically it's just awkward they're all just sitting there in silence edwina's clearly still really mad at kate kate tries to talk to her and edwina just gets up and leaves and (laughs) lady mary tells her you should try the lily soap today it's good for the nerves and the lily soap yeah that, we'll, we'll get into that but uh that will be talked about later on in the episode because who knew the lily soap was um very important to sir anthony Bridgerton. <laughs> like it's legit it's a thing um but yeah you just see how sad kate is like it's it's killing her inside that her sister is not talking to her that she's created this mess even though it's not really her fault entirely i mean this is really anthony's fault sorry anthony i love you but you never should have proposed to edwina you just shouldn't have you just shouldn't have (sighs) but anyway yeah um basically the next couple scenes are everyone's just deciding they're gonna go on a family promenade um Anthony is just like okay fine mom if that's what you said and oh my god this is a side point but 
Have you guys noticed Anthony Bridgerton eating grapes? It's pretty magical to watch. It really is. It's when you rewatch that scene, just watch him in the background eating the grapes. It's a very sexy man eating grapes. I'm just saying. <laughs> it just looks really good. I don't know why. It's. I think it's just because Jonathan Bailey could just make anything look freaking hot. Um, but yeah, they're all like, all right, let's all go out together as a family to make it look like everything's great. Blah 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 blah. And I swear. Oh, and I notice this. And I swear, if Mr. Anthony Bridgerton, Sir Anthony Bridgerton one more time says that he's a respectable gentleman I will throw hands because Anthony you are not a respectable gentleman respectable gentlemen don't do things like that with other ladies they're not married to you know we don't say that they're the bane of our existence I get really close to them and almost kiss them and hold I want to hold their hands when they're not together and want to do nasty things to them and sell them that to their face no gentlemen don't do that i mean please don't be a gentleman we'd rather you not be a gentleman anthony we, we want you to just be yourself but stop declaring every episode that you're a gentleman because we all know you ain't a gentleman my my boy my boy you ain't a gentleman we love you though we love you um but yeah so basically after that the queen shows up to the bridgerton's house wants to talk to eloise Ooh. oh my i wonder what that means we'll get into it we'll get into it um but yeah basically the both families fast forward both families are at the are promenading we've got the sharma's promenading and we've got the bridgerton's promenading and nobody wants to look at them and it's really sad because people are just really taking this so fucking serious it's ridiculous but one of my favorite takeaways from the sharma's side is how pissed edwina is like beyond pissed like she just does not want to be there and it's actually pretty pretty good it's she's just so pissed you can't just hide it like anybody who would see that family would be like well clearly something went wrong because they're not happy they're really upset about it so if this was a mutual decision then why are why is she walking around all pissed because she looked pissed just saying she looks really really pissed 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 um but oh my god guys oh my god <sighs> this next this one little snippet it it i about died i literally about died we had anthony and kate lock eyes across the promenade i just i can't the want the need to be together it's always just all in the way he looks at her in that just it's probably like a five ten second look but it, you could just see so much with both of their eyes how they want to be together how they need to be together anthony's literally looking at her for confirmation like oh my god like we kissed like we kissed and i want to go over there and i want to be with you and the way kate looks at him back and how she's just like wants him so bad as well and loves him so bad but just is also telling him like no like we can't do this we can't be together and it's heartbreaking it's literally heartbreaking but also just kisses of a scene my god if there were any better looks in life i swear these two would win like uh, if there was an oscar for the best looks ever given in a season they would win every time I, I like I will continue to say I don't know how they will top this season I don't know I just I don't see anybody being as good as they are sorry 
I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried for season three. But back at the Bridgerton households, we've got Miss Eloise and the Queen. And basically the Queen is calling her out and saying, hey, I know you're Lady Whistletown. And Eloise is like, no, no, like that's not me. I'm not her. She's like, please, I know it's you. I'm going to give you three days to confess. And if not, I'm going to squish you like a bug. Oh, my. Well, shit just got real for Eloise. Let's just say that. Shit just got real. And I feel so bad because like she's just really getting putting herself in the situation it's just nearly by just being curious and you know wanting not not political radicals but you know just going out there and being herself and now because she was seen with theo in the lower class of town they think that she's laid a whistle down and i don't think that that enough should be enough to be like she's the one just because she was there like i don't know i don't think that should be enough to you know make her the prime suspect but here we are and um it's just so sad it breaks my heart breaks my heart for poor eloise oh uh but basically okay so you've got the sharmas and bridgertons we're getting back with them basically they both decide okay well it's not going both well for both of us so let's like get together so they go back to i think it's who's that oh it's um uh danbury's house and um, they're all there and basically they're just having a meeting about what they can do to you know stop all this from continuing like what can we do to have people stop talking about us and Edwina everyone's just so uncomfortable being there Edwina hates everyone and (laughs) (sighs) the scene the scene let's talk about let's let's just get into it that scene um but we're basically um it's the famous scene the famous line where um Edwina says was I truly that blind I mean, it's it's it is a favorite line because you were truly that blind. You were Edwina. You were very blind. And how anybody else didn't see that? Y'all are also blind. I blame every single person who did not notice this before the freaking wedding. Other than Daphne. Daphne was the only one who was like, clocked that shit. Clocked it. Clocked it. Clocked it. Everybody else was just blind. But basically the scene goes that um, they're all talking. They're like, we should throw a ball. And everyone's like oh really a ball and then anthony's just like really against it he's like no we shouldn't throw a ball just so that everyone can tell more like what the how bad this wreckage is and then edwina you know trying to dig at anthony's like well then maybe we should do a ball because you know my my sister and sir anthony bridgerton were so good at hiding their feelings maybe they wouldn't mind doing it for a little bit longer i was like ooh, the tea the tea i said girl she's going she is throwing knives she's throwing knives or excuse me daggers she's throwing daggers she's still so pissed but then you have um newton come in and he's like barking at anthony but like in a good way because he likes him now um and uh kate's like oh no shoo 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 newton no stop whatever and then he runs away and anthony and kate lock eyes and i swear that man he he did some evil he did some bad things to her in that look I just, yeah, he, he looked at her up and down and saw through her soul, imagined his whole life with her in that one moment. I swear to God. I mean, it's, it's fucking good. It is, mm, it is so good. And, you know, back at them, you know, the chemistry between these two, I just, I can't, I cannot, I, like, they're just such good actors. The connection that they have in that scene is, in every scene that they're in is just, it's just clocked 
clocked, man. It is so much good acting going on between them two. And the fact that, you know, Johnny Johnny Bailey is gay in real life and he's playing this straight character so well, it still astonishes me. Like, it literally still astonishes me. And I love every single moment of him and uh, Simone Ashley on screen together because they are electric. And I just, I can't stop talking about them because they're just that good. I cannot... I cannot stop talking about them. But anyway, um, it's really funny. Um, what's her name? Uh, Lady Danbury is like, a passing look between you two and it'll be the break of us all. Basically, like, y'all can't look at each other at any party because everybody will know. And you know, this is me going back to it. I'm like, guys, they've been giving each other these looks for ages. For ages. And you're telling me that no one noticed this? No one noticed this. Y'all are all blind. Everyone is blind. Like, are you kidding me? My freaking god i mean do, do we not remember the dancing on my own freaking like scene in episode four how did no one know then did no one notice how they were looking at each other then because i cannot okay anyway so after that we've got anthony and violet she kind of you know and anthony and at this point everyone's just agreed okay we're gonna go on another promenade we're gonna pretend everything's fine we're gonna throw this ball everything's gonna be fine and anthony leaves violet chases after him and she's like hey kind of guilts him it's like it's a really sad scene because she's basically telling him like hey we wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for your stupid ass and two you if at the end of this you still don't have anyone to marry and I feel so bad because we all know and Anthony himself knows also that he has made a really bad mistake he's fucked up and that's basically what he tells you he's like mom do you really want do you want me to tell you that I fucked up I know I realize and I know that I've you know disappointed you and father in more ways than you think or more ways than you can count or something like that and it's it's sad it really is because yeah he shouldn't have done that um but he's in this predicament really because at the end of the day you know he was thrown into all of this he doesn't want to be in love he doesn't want any of these things and it all stems back to the fact that he was just thrown into being a viscount and violet wasn't there for him she just kind of was like out of it and he had to raise everyone and do everything so he's kind of all in this predicament I'm not saying it's Violet's fault but it all stems from that and it just hurts my soul because I don't think she's realized that yet and she will in the next episode but um the scene just is a little bit sad because she's just like well who are you gonna marry (laughs) you're still by yourself and he's just like really can't anybody else do this mom like stop freaking throwing this in my face I understand I fucked up so it's really it it's sad it really is sad um but next okay going on we got eloise penelope basically eloise tells penelope the queen knows the queen knows she knows she knows she knows everything she knows everything and pen just is uh, at this point i'm just like i'm so over penelope <laughs> i love lady whistledown but i'm so over penelope i just want her to tell eloise like the truth and the fact that she just keeps holding this back and not telling anyone it just upsets me and i'm over it but she basically tells eloise like hey don't tell the queen that it is you don't tell her don't give in just wait until lady whistledown prints her paper and maybe it'll free you from the queen thinking and i'm like eloise she literally just told you that she's lady whistledown like why aren't you paying attention why are you not paying attention oh my oh my god the secrets and also the blindness that people have she's literally telling you literally telling you that she is lady whistledown 
but yeah, so then we're skipping ahead. A couple things happen. Nothing really of importance I really want to mention other than like some Featherington stuff. Penelope and Colin. Colin's trying to get into business with the Featheringtons, which is a bad idea because obviously we all know that they're scamming people. Um, so yeah, it's just stuff I don't really care about talking about. Sorry, we're moving on. <laughs> sorry sorry um but basically we've got a scene where they're all meeting I think it's like at a museum or something like that and Anthony shows up and he has flowers for everyone and he gives one to Edwina and Edwina grabs it and just gives it to the footman like just grabs it like can't stand him like she's like thanks for like she doesn't even say thank you she just looks at him grabs the flowers and just like and moving on (laughs) it's really really funny but guys but guys this is also a really popular scene within our Bridgerton community or Bridgerton fans, fanatics, obsessors out there. Um, but this is the scene where <laughs> basically, um, yeah, uh, Anthony smells Kate. Anthony walks in front of her to go inside and he breathes in her scent and it is feral. But it is, oh my God. And Anthony. And freaking Lady Danbury catches him and she's just like, <clears throat> he's just like, like so serious. He's like, okay, I'm going in. But like, oh my God, the fact that she catches him, like smelling the air that she was just in, feral. Everyone loves the scene because it is, it's on another, it's another level. And I'm here for it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, but inside, um, everyone's kind of paired off. Lady Mary um, is paired off with Anthony, and they're all walking around the museum. And, you know, she basically admits to Anthony that, you know, it's not entirely his fault of everything that's happening here. She basically has, you know, let all, left all the burden on to Edwina, uh, Edwina, until Kate. And I think that's the moment where Anthony realizes, like, oh, my God, like, we have so much we have this in common like we both have done so much for our families we we've given ourselves the burden of this family and taken on the burdens of the family and you could see it in that split moment that he realizes and he starts to look for her in the room and it's 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 beautiful because it is that like wake up of like well oh shit like there's more to Kate than even I knew and it's a really beautiful moment and also a moment that I'm just like all right well I'm glad that Lady Mary says something and I'm, I'm hoping that she will say something eventually, which she will next episode. But, you know, it's nice to see that she realizes like she effed up. Um, but moving on, we've got the um, and Eloise. I was so excited when I saw them together. And then I got really sad again because basically Eloise goes down to see him and just be like, hey, like, like, are you doing OK? And he's just like what are you talking about? Like, no, like you, you, you know, we, we, you can't be here. Um, he's just basically freaked out because, you know, at this point, like, you know, he's realizing that she's, you know, from a higher class than he is. And he just is really scared of what that will, what that would bring and how people are talking about them. And that's not good, especially because he is involved in political things and, and she's from a higher class than he is and he's in a lower class and she doesn't realize what it's like to be in the lower class like how that really is a very different life so he kind of shoes her around away and it's really sad because she's there to you know see if he's okay and just to talk to him and she she's like no no like you need to leave so he leaves um but yeah then we also have this like next scene we've got we're going back to that little museum we've got Edwina basically just being a little bitch moving on I just can't take it she just doesn't get it she just doesn't see 
what Kate was doing. She's still so has this wall and is just still so upset that she's just like not letting reason in and I'm just over it. Uh, but then you have Anthony sneaking around to see Kate and it's so precious because you could see it, the twinkle in this man's eye. Um, and he's like hiding behind us, like on the other side of the statue that Kate's on, Kate's on one side of the statue and he's on the other. And he's like, Hey, I wanted to find a moment for us to speak alone together. And he's like wanting to have a moment with her and she still feels so guilty and feels even more guilty about that. The fact that they kissed and Anthony's just like yeah but we kissed and she's like we didn't kiss like there's no world that that could have happened and he's like are you quite serious it's actually hilarious when he says are you quite serious because she's really trying to avoid the conversation avoid the fact that she gave into those feelings for him and that they shared that moment together she's like no we're erasing that that didn't happen we should be ashamed of what we did and you could just see that he's like kind of upset about it he's kind of like wait what what do you mean like no this happened it happened bitch it happened we all saw it it did happen um but yeah it's really really sad but let's fast forward let's fast forward because we're getting into the juice of the episode now we're really getting juicy towards the end those last 10 minutes of this episode are they are juicy my friends juicy um but basically they go to the every uh, bridgerton's and the sharma show up to the or the Sharma show up to the Bridgerton ball and no one shows up. So no one's there. And for the first time, um, Anthony just decides to let loose. This is the first time we see him let loose. And he decides, well, no one's here. And you know what? The theme of tonight is harmony. So let's just all dance together. And he brings out um, Hyacinth and George. I don't know, the other, the youngest kid down. And they all dance together. It's such a beautiful moment. The families like getting together and dancing and celebrating in this I mean not celebrating but just like taking in this moment together and it's precious it's such a beautiful scene I loved seeing everyone dance together and kind of laugh and forget about what's going on they're like fuck it let's just dance and have a good night and when Anthony decides like hey we're just gonna dance him and Kate lock eyes and it's in that moment where she's like wow he's He's showing this different side of him. He's letting loose. He's having a little bit more fun. And it's a beautiful moment. And I love it. And they do end up kind of dancing together. And they're laughing and having such a good time. And it's wonderful. And then, and then, and then Lady Whistledown. It is, an, it is, yeah, basically um, they find out Lady Whistletown has printed and the reason why no one showed up to their ball is because she wrote about Eloise and she, Penelope basically outed her and told everyone that she's been rallying with political radicals in places that she should not be. So, and then they show um, Queen, uh, Queen Charlotte looking at the letter because obviously this means it's not Eloise because why well, the hell would Eloise out herself in front of the queen like that? Like, clearly that's not her. And like, I get why Penelope did that to quote unquote save her friend, but at the same time to save herself because she didn't want to tell obviously the queen. She didn't want to tell anyone that she is Lady Whistledown. So the only way to do that was to destroy her friend who she believes she is helping. But really it's kind of both. She wants to save her friend, but she wants to save herself as well. Like, it's pretty obvious and really, really sad. Um, I'm, I'm really interested to see where they go with season three with this because whew, we'll, we'll get to episode eight, but shit hits the fan. Hardcore. Hard, hard, hardcore. 
Okay, guys, now let's get into the last um, about five, five-ish minutes of this episode because, oh man, man, oh man, Kate and Anthony in the garden. Kate and Anthony in the goddamn garden. Uh, I mean, okay, so basically they, uh, they f- both end up being in the garden. Kate goes there and Anthony's like, oh, like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, sorry, I'll leave. He's like, no, it's okay, you can stay. And she's like, no, I'm leaving. And then they start bickering. He's like, why do you have to be this way? Like, is, like, why can't you just agree? And she's just like, I won't agree. They just start bickering. She's like, I won't ever agree with anyone I wholeheartedly disagree with. And then he's just like, oh, my God. He goes into it and he's just like, it's maddening how you consume my very being. Oh, my God. It's, I mean, the writers this season, man. The writers have written these freaking lines for the ages. The, these, the writing is so damn good in the season. It is so good. And I just can't imagine the people writing being like, <laughs> these bitches don't even know what's coming. <laughs> like, you thought being in my existence was good. <laughs> they don't know what's coming. Um, but he says this. Oh, my God, this line. He says, all I like basically he's talking about like his family's on the brink of ruin um he thinks his family hates him even his own mother and all he can find himself thinking about all he can find himself being able to breathe for is her he tells her that he tells her that and I just oh my god it's such it's so beautifully acted I can't Jonathan Bailey in the scene is fucking precious I mean they're both amazing in the scene but this is when oh it gets even more spicy we decide that you know he throws out his favorite i am a gentleman and you are a lady of that and he smells her (laughs) he smells her and he goes lilies and you're like oh so that's that lily soap that she's been that she put that's what he smells the lily soap that lady mary was talking about the beginning of the episode i was like full circle I see full circle here we go so that's what he smells it's this it's the lilies and it's he can't it's that's that that scent has been embedded in his mind since the day of the terrace which is the day that they first officially had that conversation where she called him out in episode one when she was like oh you think women are breeding stock you know that's the day that he's saying like I remember that smell from that day and it has taken a hold of me it's oh my god you could just the tension starts to rise in this scene like no other like it is it is some tension oh my god but it's also in this scene that they really start to realize how much they have in common and how much it is that they have just been doing for their families and haven't done anything for them everything they do is for their families and they both have that realization in the moment that maybe they should just do something for them and guys and then we go into the scene but the way that anthony bridgerton my favorite is the little is when you read the um subtitles where it says exhale exhaling deeply i said oh it's going down it's about to go down. Um, he says, go inside. And then he says, go inside. And this is when <laughs> freaking Kate is like, bet. She goes, and what did I tell you about your orders? <laughs> So 
excuse me while I go and die in a corner at what is about to go down. But Anthony's fucking face, Anthony's fucking face is literally like, oh, bet she is on. Shit is on. Basically, his face in that moment, boom, it's about to go down. And boy, does it go down. Well, literally. Can't get into it. Can't be showing anything either because it is a crazy it's a it's a it's an intense sex scene not as crazy as like anthony and uh not anthony uh simon and daphne in the first season it's nothing like that it's it's actually more like it's a little bit more tame but it's it's still a sex scene and oh my um but he goes right into it and he's like he kind of stops himself he's like i'm gonna stop i will stop and she's like don't stop he's like i will stop don't stop and i'm like all right no one's stopping keep going and yeah they go for it pretty pretty hard (laughs) i mean like i said it's not pretty hardcore but it's definitely like definitely more from a female's perspective i will say um but it's still really it's it's good it's good (laughs) <laughs> it's good <laughs> all right we should all ask kate so how was it <laughs> oh i mean if we did see season one we do know that anthony's a very sexual man indeed but we'll get into that another time off the pod and off the youtubes i see uh but basically we wake up the next morning anthony is left he has been left by himself because they stayed out in the garden i said did no one see them did no one find them i guess not so um they are um he wakes up in the morning he's kind of has a smile on his face like yes i just did it with the girl that i love and then he realized she's not there and then you see kate basically running into her room and This is when we get Kate's perspective of the sex scene. And guys, guys, it is nothing like what we actually saw. Like when you see it from her perspective, there is some shit, some angles and some shots that we did not see in the other version a couple minutes ago because we can't even talk about it. But let's just say there are some angles and there are some other things that are shown that had me literally dying dying i said excuse me what excuse me what mr bridgerton um but yeah so um anthony basically runs back to his home gets stressed gets the ring and he, he's like he gets the ring you're like oh shit he's gonna go propose it's pouring rain outside he looks super hot he runs to he gets to her house and he's like i'm here to see um kate i'm here to see miss sharma and everyone they're like okay and then they're like oh she's they're like i'm sorry she's not here and he's like what and then you hear somebody say one of the horses is gone and that's when he, re- he clicks it he's like oh i know where she's at because you know he's bumped into her he's he knows where she goes on her run every morning on her run <laughs> modern times on her horseback ride every morning he knows where she is so he shoots to the scene where they're like both riding their horses it's pouring rain and she's running because she's running away from what has just happened she's like fuck i just i just slept with him and i'm not even married to him and i slept with him she is fucked up she is like i don't know what to do she starts running so she's running away on her horse i guess where was she going i have no idea where she was going i don't know if she was like all right i'm running away back to india i don't know where the hell she was going going to the airport i have no idea where she was going but she's riding this horse really hard and Anthony's like Masharma. He's like yelling out there, and she's just like ignoring him because she's pretty far ahead. And then he notices that the horse 
she's about to go over this bush and he realizes the horse isn't going to make it and he's like no 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 and then you see the horse kind of leap up because like about to leap but it can't so it stops itself mid-air and it's like slow motion Kate falls back and then this if the whole scene's in slow motion and you just hear Anthony say Kate oh my god when he says her name he says her name her first name not her not Miss Sharma that like he's been calling her this whole season he says Kate and that's when you're like well he he's he called her Kate like this is somebody who means so much to him this isn't some random girl no this is Kate the love of his life who he is seeing about to just fall off this horse so it goes back to her shot and she's on the horse and boom falls hits her head on the floor and there's like this nice angle of the shot from just the top and you just see her laying on the floor and he's just, he yells again Kate and then he runs or gallops off with the horse off the frame off the frame of, of the scene and that is the end of the episode guys could you believe that they ended the episode like that those guys how dare they how dare they do that to us i mean that was intense what did you met like the last 10 minutes i think it's about 10 or 15 minutes of this episode were so fucking good oh my god from the whole scene from the moment from the dance scene to the end is pure gold pure amazingness of an episode it is written it is directed it is acted all 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 of it is amazing and i i love every second of it i love it so guys that was the end of episode seven episode seven i can't believe it oh my god what like i said before this is one of my favorite episodes definitely in my top five um out of all eight it's not that a lot but it's definitely like up more I think up on my list than it is lower on my list um just a great great episode of just more of Kate and Anthony's you know realization that they are just really into each other now I don't think like obviously we know that they're in love with each other but they just haven't made those declarations yet but it's just so obvious that they are meant to be together that they love each other deeply um and just those scenes that you get where they're just longing for each other and wanting to be so close that at the end when we get to that sex scene it is well earned it is well earned and I know a lot of people complained about the fact that this season didn't have sex I really could give two shits about that because the season was so much more about it being a physical um a physical thing like this is an emotional thing it's them really breaking that that idea that they can't be happy that they can't find love that they can't be married with someone that they do love you know there's so much more going on than it just being like oh I want to bang that girl you know which not that that's what season one was because season one was more about Daphne's um awakening her sexuality and things like or awakening her sexuality with this man and and also falling in love you know it's a little bit different this scene isn't this season is not about the sex and I honestly didn't miss it I was perfectly happy with the scene that I got um it was very different from also the first um season where it wasn't just like a whole sex scene like sex 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 in one episode it was just like 
they have sex in that one moment and it is also from a very different perspective the way that is filmed what is going on in it it is very female perspective female based it's not just about like this guy who's after this woman and wants to have sex with her there's so much more going on with it and I really actually enjoyed if you haven't listened to the Bridgerton podcast um they had the intimacy coordinator on the episode talk about um about the scene and or about just filming sex scenes in general um on the show and you know how important it is and um how they get to do these scenes and how it's filmed and um, all the thought that goes behind exactly what is going on. Why is he touching her this way? Why um, the the idea of how comfortable they have to be and thinking about the different ways that it's going to come across as to why the sex scene is going on. What, what, what's the reasoning? What's, what's the, um, what would I say? What's the word? Um, objective like what what do we want to convey in the sex scene and i think they did a beautiful a sh- uh, beautiful job um it's actually one of the only sex scenes i could watch and not be like Ugh, the first time baby but like now i'm just like oh man it is getting spicy in here and it's fine but anyway so guys that is the end of um today's episode um let me know um comment down below if um you really enjoyed this episode of season, um, I mean, excuse me, is episode seven, one of your favorites. Let me know what is your favorite part of this episode. And of course, um, I will be back next week. Yes, I will be back next week talking about our final episode, episode eight, which is my second favorite episode of the whole season. It is my, oh my God, it's, it is my, it's my second favorite. Like it, that does not move. Number one, number two, and number three do not move their slots because they are just such fantastic episodes and just everything about them. I absolutely love. So yeah, I'm so excited to cover that next week, but guys, like I said, if you're watching this on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like and comment down below. And also let me know if you're also enjoying these breakdowns. And if you are listening on my podcast, you know what to do. Rate and review. As always, always appreciate you guys. Love you. Thank you so much for all the love that you've been giving me recently. I really, really, really appreciate it. But guys, you know the drill. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you guys in the next video and episode. Bye. Hey, Watchaholics. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my last episode. And if you did, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast because it really helps me out. And if you didn't know, you can now watch the video version on my YouTube channel. You can find me at The Watchaholic Podcast. And of course, please let me know what movies and shows you'd like me to cover next by sending an email to thewatchaholicpodcast at gmail.com. That's thewatchaholicpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, I'm out of here. Bye.